activate, you activate that life. You activate him by saying what he says. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You're my strength. I'm strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Faith-filled words change lives, causes outpourings. Hallelujah. Open supernatural doors to those that believe. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Hallelujah. God is here. Amen. God is here. God is here. God is here. Hallelujah. God is here. God is here. When we say God is here, you know, people, Christians have made everything. Uh, uh, what's that word? Just a, a habit or just words to say. But when you have faith-filled words that I really believe and I've been meditating on God, that he's with me, we'll see his glory. Amen. God is here. His goodness is here. Love is here. His peace is here. The healer is here. I remember in my prayer time that I, I think I told you, let me pray first. Father, we just thank you for your glory. We thank you for your might, your ability, your strength, for you are here. You are the demonstrator. You're the God of miracles, signs, and wonders. You are our strength and our shield. You are protection. You are direction. For I am the glory and the lifter of your heads. For if you believe in me, you'll say out of your mouth what I say and you'll do as I do. For if you will diligently hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God and do the commandments in which I command you this day, you will see my glory, says the Lord. You'll see the manifestations of my goodness. You'll see my might and my ability. You'll see me. You'll see me as you seek my face and pray, turning from your ways. Just turn and walking like I walk, says the Lord. For the glory of the Lord is here. My goodness is here. For my ways are higher than your ways. My thoughts are greater than yours. I'm the truth and the life, says the Lord. I'm the truth and the life, and that life is in you. Oh, we thank you, Jesus. Just lift your hands in the presence of God. For what you see, what you believe you say, says the Lord. And you'll see it. It becomes greater and greater. My words become flesh. You're believing for a house. House words become houses. You're believing for a car. You say my word concerning a car. Car words. Car faithful words become cars. You're believing for your children. 
faith-filled words, my words concerning your children will become blessed children. In my word, if you say my word, you'll see what you say. Father, I thank you. If I'll say that in Jesus' name. Glory to God. He said, if my children, this is what the Lord told me one, I don't know what day it was, but it wasn't long ago. He said, if my people, my children that are called by my name will say what I ha- what they have in faith, they have what they say. So I am, am chosen, as you are, to preach this word. And if you say what he says and you believe, you're believers, and you begin to say what you believe that you are in Christ, you will see what you say. We say that he's with us, but we go on as though he's not. But God is just encouraging us during this outpouring. We're believing that the outpouring is here. Then rise up out of your bed and say, Father, I thank you for a great outpouring is in my house. It's in my mouth, it's in my children, it's in my home, it's in my spouse, it's in my church. An outpouring of his goodness. Would you believe that he gave his life in Galatians 3.13? He redeemed you from the curse. Then rise up every day. I get up and say, I have a brand new heart. My blood pressure is whole. It doesn't matter what it looks like. I have a brand new heart because I have the life of God in me. And I have what I say. So the devil was trying to discourage you by putting in your head. I seen a band around some of your heads. He's trying to tighten it. Take your head and just constantly say to you things that God did not say. But when you know what he said and you just hold your mouth, you know that he's bugging you and you say nothing. How can you ever be delivered? God is saying to us tonight and those that are watching, say what you have. And what you have is what he said you have. You have all that he is. You have his life. You have his health. You have his strength. You have wholeness. You have peace. That's a form of praise. Rising up saying, by stripes, I am healed. What are we doing? We're praising him. He said, praise me in the sanctuary. Praise me in the firmament of my power. Praise me for my mighty what? It is by his stripes I am as he is. Somebody ought to give the Lord a shout of praise. I am as he is. I am as he is. Hallelujah. Rise up and tell him how big he is in you. Rise up and tell him how strong you are in him. I'm strong in the Lord. I'm strong in the God who made the heavens and the earth and the seas and the fountains of waters. I'm strong in him. That's the gospel. To rise up and praise him for the life he gave for me so I can have this life. That's the good news. That God is with me. Somebody ought to shout like they know that they know he's there. That's the good news. That God is with me. Ooh, come on, somebody. It's not just words to just say because we're in church. But it's my life. It's in him I live. Everywhere I go, he's there. Everywhere I move. 
he's he's in him I live and move and my very being is in him not just words but faith-filled words of who I am how do I activate the life of God in me by saying what he says Come on, somebody give the Lord a shout of praise. Let the believers believe tonight. Glory to God. Hallelujah. God is here. God is here. God is here. Hallelujah. I'm going to show you, you know, you know that what I'm saying is just what Jesus did. And um, he brought this to me, just a little revelation on how God did what Jesus did, and we are to do what Jesus did. Amen? So God demonstrated in Genesis 1. He demonstrated. That that music was just so like, but you could just, you know, be hanging around. You know all this. God demonstrated how he used a word system to get things done. So he doesn't want us to stop talking. He wants us to say what he says. So learning to hear his voice and understand his voice and learning how to, he said, my sheep know my voice, the voice of a stranger they won't follow. Learning the voice of God and following that voice. In Genesis 1-1, God came out slamming. He came out demonstrating to us how to get things done. How to get the power activated. How to see his mind, how to see his ability, how to have miracle signs and wonders every day, how to walk in this divine life, which is divine health, divine strength, how to live in Christ Jesus. Genesis 1, 1. Oh, I got to get it myself. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the deep. So the good thing about this is when you think about God was there, but nothing was happening. How many know people like that? God is with us, but they're just moving around. They actually believe they asked Jesus into their heart and their life, but nothing is happening. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's see. Because we, we are blessed, aren't we, y'all? Amen. And now, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. So isn't that good? He starts stirring up some stuff. He moved upon it. So nothing was happening. The Spirit of the Lord, the Holy Ghost, the same Holy Ghost on us and in us, moved upon this water and nothing happened until verse 2 God said let there be what and there was light but it's another translation that says light he said light be so nothing happened until God opened his mouth to demonstrate to us God is with you, and ain't nothing going to happen until you open your mouth and say something. It is ten times in this chapter that God said, God said, 
God said, demonstrating to us his faith-filled words. His words are full with faith and power. His words are filled with might and ability. It's sharper than a two-edged sword, piercing the asunders of the souls and marrows and the joints, down in the bones, you know, everywhere. Amen. His word is strong and mighty. He's demonstrating to us, you want something to happen? You're believing it's the outpouring right now? Anybody believing in outpouring? This is our year of fabulous outpouring. Then you ought to say it. You ought to rise up every morning and say it. The glory of God is already on you. It's already in you. All you're going to need to do is continually open your mouth and what? Say. Ten times he said it. Faith-filled words opens doors. Faith-filled words causes things to be. Faith-filled words make things new. I mean, he put sun up in the sky, stars, by just opening his mouth and what? Saying. How powerful is that? Anybody need a new knee in here? You know, if you got some old knees or you, got, you, you just got the regular knees, how many just can use some new knees? How, ma- how many can use a new heart? How many can use some new, brand new muscles? I don't care if you're the age of, what's your name again? My pumpkin. Tell me, how old are you again? If you're 11 years old and they say, how many want a new heart? Her hand should go up to. Ain't nothing wrong with getting in. How many, like, you got shoes in the closet, but how many will show up, take a new pair? How many ladies say, hey? Because in Christ Jesus, everything is new. But how do I get new? How do I get regenerated in Christ Jesus? By what I say. Somebody ought to give the Lord a shout of praise for that. You should be rising up every morning. My youth is renewed like the eagles because I'm in Christ Jesus. He demonstrated to us how faith-filled words causes things to be. It can put, when darkness, everything looked dark, he said light be, and I mean right in the middle of nothing. He said light, and light is still going on right now. Amen? By the words he spoke. How many need a brand new brain? Oh, Jesus. Everybody, hands should go up. I got the mind of Christ. I'm a thousand times wiser than the average person. Come on, somebody. I am whole in Christ Jesus. And I say, what am I doing? Saying what he says. And I listen to hear. Remember what he told us a few minutes ago? Hearing his voice. The voice of a stranger. We're not following. We're following what he says. Saying what he tell us to say. Amen? This is God's method. It's the way he do it. Using faith-filled words is how he flows. By words of faith. The name of our church. In case you get stuck, you say, wait a minute, what did he say? Word of faith. Look at the 26th verse. <coughs> Hailed in Jesus' name. <coughs> Ooh, faith-filled words cause miracles. Amen? Causes the darkness to be light. 
raises the dead, open eyes, miracle signs and wonders, demonstrations of his goodness. Imagine all of us filling this place with faith-filled words, leaving out new in Christ Jesus. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. This is strong right here. He made us like him in his image, and he just made the heavens and earth. Is this not off the chain? Mm -hmm. This is awesome. And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and the fowls of the air and over the cattle, over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth the earth. So he was demonstrating to us that he gave him freedom with his mouth. He, the, he told, I mean, you could just get out, go all around and just say what you want. It's got, you know, because he's all in God. You can just say something and you'll have it. I mean, they had freedom of tongue. They mouth could just go forth because they, they were in God, Adam and Eve. So they were free to say whatever they needed. They were having. They just walked in the glory. The glory was so strong upon them. They didn't even know they didn't have any clothes on. That's pretty deep. They were so with God. And everything they desire. He said, you got freedom, you just say it. I mean, you just do what I just did. You see? I made you in my image and my likeness. I made you like me. You see, I use my words to create all this and create, make you. You do just like I did. Just like I did. Faith-filled words causes brand new things. Amen? Causes lives to change, doors to open. Faith-filled words, people who meditate on the word day and night, standing on the promises of God. So, of course, we know in Genesis 3, Adam and Eve had all of these blessings. But here come who? The devil. The devil came and tricked Eve. The Bible says he beguiled her. He tricked her. And her husband was right there by her side. That's a good thing. But he did the wrong thing. And you, don't you wonder... They were so close to God, walking with him everywhere, so in the glory, but yet they wanted more. They listened to the devil. She, should have, she was so in the glory, she forgot. You could just said, hey, hey, daddy, is what he's saying right? My husband ain't paying attention, but <laughs> my husband and I would like to know, is what this devil's saying right? But because she was tricked, they messed up. We know the story. That's um, Genesis 3. And we know that they lost their fellowship with God. And how do we know? Because if you keep reading in Genesis 3, they were in the garden. I'm just going to, like, you know, say a little bit of it. But they were hiding from God. Remember, they didn't have to hide at first because they were all in the glory. Now God, way yonder, they heard him walking. Oh, they messed up. So, of course, now, how do we get back into, that's a long chapter. I want you guys to read that when you get home in Genesis 3. Now, when we leave there, we know that Adam and, and they messed up, so God had to 
find a way to fix it. And he already knew this was going to go down, so he already had a plan. So 750 years, God started planting seeds that God was with us. He was coming. Something about to happen. He was moving upon the earth. So he was fixing. He's going to fix it. So now let's go to Isaiah 53, 5, one of my favorites. He, was, he even used Isaiah to let us know, don't worry about a thing. It's something that's about to change. Something's going to change. Don't worry about a thing. Isaiah 53, 5. Everybody should know this by heart. But he was, this is Isaiah prophesying. Let's go to four. Surely he have bore our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. This is 750 years before Jesus came. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was what bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes we are healed. We are one. He's telling them this is coming. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He took on all our sin. He took on all our pain. He was bringing us back to where Adam and Eve was in the garden. They had everything they needed and they didn't know it. But now he's taking us back. Let's go to Isaiah 53, 14. No, 52, 14. And it talked about, they talked, Isaiah talked about how he looked. He said, as many as were astounded at thee, his vicious was so marred more than any man and his form more than any of the sons of men. They beat Jesus. He's seen it, that they whipped him where he didn't even look like a man. Jesus had to take care of everything that we could ever go through so we can have his life. The same life that he gave Adam and Eve. So he made sure he took care of headaches, took care of pain. He made sure he took care of backaches, eyes, nose, sinuses. Come on, somebody. Every in, inside of us, lungs, livers, kidneys, um, intestines, blood pressure, thyroid glands. He took care of vein problems. Come on, somebody. He took care of every single thing. That his vicious, that he didn't even look like a man. What was the last movie that they made of Jesus? Passion of Christ. Oh, I wish they would allow him, allow him to. They, he, they made the guy take some of the parts out because it was too bloody. That would have been the real thing. Because it said he didn't even look like a man. He looked like a big lump of meat. Ew. Why? Because of the love God has for us. He's demonstrating. I got to get you where I had you first. And I need, I got so much in the plans for you. And I have to get you back from like I had you in the beginning with Adam and Eve. So I had to take, Jesus had to take on all the pain, all the sin, all the wounds, everything so we can be walking the life and have the life of God in us. Amen. So let's keep going. Woo we ain't got to the good part. That's the good part. But we getting it's getting gooder and gooder. Let's go to John 3 16. 
So that's what Isaiah seen ahead, how Jesus demonstrating to us how everything he does, everything, he does nothing without saying it first. Either he says it himself before time we see in the Bible, or he used the prophets like they prophesied just now, like the outpouring, the fabulous outpouring. Uh, um, Bishop Butler, old year's night, told us what the Lord told him. That's a, a, a prophesying what's coming. Amen. And then if we, we already can say we was already in the zone ahead of time. Amen. So we was in the same father. So it was already prophesied. Now we're walking it out. But everything God did, you can't find nothing that he did without he said it first. Just demonstrating to us. We're believing for the outpouring. He needs us to open our mouth and say what's already been given to us. Activate the promises that's already been provided that you already have. Somebody ought to give the Lord a shout of praise. Come on, let the believers shout glory! Woo-hoo-hoo! Too quiet in church. I think God, I think, you know what I'm, I, I, I see. He wants things back the way it was. He said, I want my church back. He wants us to come to church or get in the car while you showering, saying who you are. Come on, somebody. What do you believe in God for? Shout it out. She the only one? What do you believe in God for? You see how shy they are? You see? You're being shy. That's what God said. I want my church back. When they came to see Jesus, they was like, Healer, deliverer, blind eye opener, deaf ears, here. That's how they came to church. There was nobody quiet. I don't care what nobody say. If you think they were all organized, when he says many as sought him, he healed them all. You got another thing coming. They didn't have no ushers going, quiet down, just wait your turn. No, they have no order. <laughs> They had some disciples, they probably was like, wait, 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 wait. Because, listen, even the, um, the, the disciples was like, as many people here pushing on you, and you're going to ask me, who touching me? Who touching you? That's proof. They were on the wild. They were hungry. They were not like this. Because they knew that Christ had the goods. But it's different with you. You're living in the goods. You're in his might. You're in his ability. You're in his strength. You're in the glory. Somebody ought to praise him like they know it's so. Hey! Let the believers believe tonight. Let the believers believe tonight. John 3, 16 says, for God so loved the world. He put his whole life in this world. He, in this whole world, he made it. He demonstrated to us how things are supposed to be. And then he said, I'm, okay, I want them to be like me. I'm going to give my son to you. So my son can come out and show y'all how I want y'all to walk like me. He said, I'm going to give my son to you. So he's going to demonstrate to you how to be like I am. And then he said, now, whosoever believeth in me. Now, that's where we got to stop right there. Believe it is, if you believe something, you say it. You say, and that's not one time. Every day I say, Father, I thank you. you. You're my life. 
You, you praise him with the good news that's in you. You rise up giving the Lord a shout of praise for living in you, for living in your home, living in your finances, opening supernatural doors. Everything you're believing God for, he is. Come on, somebody say, hey, glory. You're believing God for a brand new leg? You call him that. My God are the brand new legs. Hey, glory. You believe in God for eyes. My God are the eyes to see. I give you glory. Come on, believers. Come on, believers. I see why God helped me doing this. I don't care if y'all see me preaching all over the world. This is what I'll be saying. Believers, God is telling you to rise up and say something. Why? Because they're too nice. They come to church so nice and sweet. But they go to the club and be like, hey, uh, uh. Uh, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> is like, not today. Don't tell promise, Antonique. Don't tell her. But am I telling the truth? He said, I want my church back. His church is not quiet. For they know who they are in Christ Jesus. But they know when to be quiet. Chaba, chaba, baba, ha, ya, ya. All right. He said, whoever believeth in him, they're rising up every day. Reminding that my daddy loves me. He made the heavens and the earth and the seas and the fountains of water. And guess what? That's in me. That life is in me. That regenerator is in me. That recreator is in me. Every day. Every day. I'm new in Christ Jesus. I'm strong in the Lord and the power of his might. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. What does that mean? He made everything right when he gave his life. Everything is right. Everything is all right in him. Come on, somebody ought to praise him like they know they got it. Like they know they got it. Come on, Maricel, praise him like you know you got him. You're the healed and not the sick. You're blessed coming in and going out. I told y'all it's getting gooder and gooder. This is your life. And he said, guess what? Let's look at the rest of that. He said, whoever believes in him, you get up and you sin every day. My daddy loves me and all that he is is in me every day. I can't fail. I can't be destroyed. Why? Because I got life in me. I got God himself living on the inside of me. That life is not a short life. It's everlasting life. Hey! He's so big, you can't get around him. He's inside of me. The greater one, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. He's so high, you can't get over him. I'm just in his goodness. I'm swimming in the sea of glory. Hey! Somebody give the Lord a shout of praise. I'm telling you. When you really, really, really get it, nobody's going to have to push you because you're going to be in your car talking about, I'm the healed and not the sick. I'm look over there at you. When I look over at my husband, I'll be going, hey, baby. We both are going to be looking at each other. We're the healed and not the sick. <laughs> he ignored me, y'all. But glory to God. He ignored me. Good, don't he? 
That's all it is. You should be talking to yourself all the time. All the time. Saying who you are in Christ. That's the good news. Giving him praise for what he gave me, for what he did for me. This is who I am. I praise you for where you are. You're right here, right now. Somebody give the Lord a shout. Getting gooder and gooder. 2 Corinthians 4.13. Woo! Come on, shout. Believers believe. You know, believers thought believing only meant just going, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That's good. But what happened to, I'm the healed and not the sick. I'm above and not believe. Ah, blood's coming in and going out. Jesus gave his life for me. What happened for that? That's a form of praise. Come on, somebody. For real. What happened? What happened to the gospel? The gospel is the good news that Jesus gave his life so he can be with me. God is with me. What happened to, praise him, y'all. God is with me. Anybody got God with them? Anybody got God with them? Anybody got God with them? I got a recreator. I got a generator on me. He's a gen- he ge- regenerates me every day. My blood stem sounds are new. My eyes are new. They don't grow dim in the name of Jesus. See, my faith-filled words is activating my eyes and causing them to see. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. My words got power, might, and ability because they faith-filled words. The word I've been saying day and night, night and day. Come on, somebody. Okay, let's quickly move. 2 Corinthians 4.13. Hallelujah. It says, we having the same spirit of faith, according as is written, I believe and therefore have I. What's the spirit of faith? The faith saying this word day and night, night and day. I'm standing on the promises of God. I got the spirit of faith. So I believe what I'm saying. So therefore I what? Speak it. We also believe and therefore we what? Put the word in your mouth. Joshua 1.8. What do we do? We meditated day and night. What did I say earlier? If you need a new leg, you should be meditating on new leg scriptures. That's easy. Daddy, you made the sun, the moon, and the stars. You sure will give me a new leg. Thank you for my new leg. That's easy. You gave your life for me. You put it all on the cross at Calvary. Amen. Let's move on. It's getting gooder and gooder. Somebody give the Lord a shout of praise. Oh, this is another one of my favorites. Let's go to Luke 4, 18. Oh, glory. Mm-mm. Woo, child. I have found myself. He said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. That's Genesis 1. 
Remember in Genesis 1, when he moved upon, he went, you know, the, the earth was, it was all dark. And the spirit of the Lord moved upon it. Right here, right here. The spirit of the Lord moved over Jesus. Demonstrating what his daddy did. He's doing it right now. He's showing us. He said, now, the God, see, they knew God. They had, they had the, the letter. They grew up reading about God who made the heavens and the earth. They knew about Moses. They knew about Abraham. But now they're about to get the Holy Ghost. Demonstrating how God moves when you know him and his word together. He said, he's on me because he's anointed me to do what? Pray. The word preach the gospel means say the gospel to the poor, to every man, every woman, all over the world. It says he published it. He went around saying this everywhere he went. He said, God is here. To say the spirit of the Lord is upon me is to say God's goodness is here. The deliverer is here. The God who made the heavens and the earth is where? Where is he? He's right here. He said he sent me to heal the brokenhearted. He said he sent me to heal the brokenhearted. He sent me what? To heal the brokenhearted. To make whole. To make one. So people to receive first for spirit. So they can receive Jesus into their life and heart. Bringing us back as I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't hear you. He came to make us one again. Come on, somebody ought to give the Lord a shout. That same glory that made the heavens and the earth and the seas and the fountains of water is where? So he was telling them God is here. God is here. But he said it in their language. He said, Spirit of the Lord is here. But we're going to say it in our language. The glory of God is here. His life, his ability and strength. Holy Ghost is here. He said to preach good news. To heal brokenhearted. To deliver the captives. Every band is broken. Come on. Whatever's holding you back is broken when he's here. Whatever's stopping you is loosed in the name of Jesus. Because what? God is here. Same thing. Same thing as Genesis 1. He was showing up, and now he's doing what? Saying it. He's demonstrating, I'm saying it so they can help build up their faith to believe it. Then they're going to start saying it. They're going to start saying it because they're what? Saying it. Oh, 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 let's get to the other part. Oh, yeah, yeah. Shanda shata. And then he said to recover the sight of the blind. Ezekiel 36, 26. Can y'all find that? Ezekiel 36. And then pop back. Ezekiel 36, 26. Ah, that's Ezekiel seeing ahead. They bad up there. I know they bad. They bad. They, they, can, they can hop through that thing fast. Whoa! Give them a hand. <laughs> Glory to God! 
He says, a new heart will I give you, a new spirit will I put within you, and I'll take away the stony heart of flesh, and I'll give you a what? A new heart. That's Ezekiel saying ahead that we got new hearts, a new life, living on the inside. Go back to Luke 4, 4, 4 18. He says, heal the broken heart, deliver to the cattle, open the eyes of them that see, and he has set at liberty. God sets free you when you're bruised, those that are depressed, always going through sadness because they don't know who they are. They don't know who's with them. Everywhere they go, they're, they're walking in glory. They were just, they're just like Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve was in, I mean, how close up God can you get? There was nobody else there, and they still didn't believe he was with them. That's deep. There were no other people. But God is telling you, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm right here right now. I open eyes. I set you free. Don't allow fear to overtake you, to make you think that it's greater is outside than what's on the inside. Uh-uh. The greater one lives in you. My peace is with you. My wholeness is with you. My glory is with you. My might is with you. Somebody give the Lord and shout a praise for what's with them. What's with you? What's with you? He said, to set at liberty, them not a bruise. Now look at the next part. Now he was telling them, everything Adam and Eve had is here. Now hold on, y'all. Look at the next part. It says, 18, and to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. In other words, it was time for them to do what? Rejoice. <laughs> Time for them to rejoice. They should have been praising God because they had some good news. You don't have to be sick anymore. You don't have to be, your deaf ears will hear now. Your eyes will see. Your limbs will be whole. Everything you need is provided. Come on, rejoice. And you know what? They sat there, just like some people do now. God said, everything you need is here. Everything, witty inventions, witty ideals. He make a way out of no way. He opens supernatural doors, financial blessings, healing of your organs right here, right now. The glory of the Lord is here. His strength is here. Come on, somebody. It is time to rejoice. Everything you need is here. I'll make a way out of no way. You see what I mean? That's why he said, I want my church back. I want them to know when, I, when you hear God said, everything you need is here, then you should be saying, thank you for my brand new heart. Or whatever you're saying. You see? He, told, he was telling them everything you need. And you know what they were doing? They're doing what Walter's doing. Oh, sorry, Walter. Walter, you were falling asleep. I'm sorry. They were. They was just not paying attention. He said, everything you need is here. And they were doing like this. Who was he? Isn't that Joseph's son? That's Joseph's son. 
They said, isn't that Minister Walker? That's Pastor Walker's wife. Yeah, 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 You think I'm joking? That's what's happening. They was like, isn't this Joseph's son? Yeah, we, didn't we see? I changed that boy's diaper. Yeah. I was waking out of my sleep to get this message. I got this message. I've been saying this. Y'all want to hear a secret? I've been saying this for years. And I've been allotted to come before you to open up to you what God's been saying day and night, night and day. This ain't no joke. I've been, he'll tell you, I get out of my bed, 3, 3.30, 4 o'clock. Sharon Walker is up. Saying what I'm saying now. I preach this gospel every day. Father, I thank you. Luke 4.18 is posted on my prayer wall. And I got this message out of my overflow of what I'm saying every day. But when you Get too familiar. That's Joseph's son. I change your diapers every day, boy. Your steak is out. You. They were missing what God was saying. He had a supernatural blessing for them, and they had no idea that it was from God. And he sat down, and instead of them rejoicing, it's like if I say, Sister Angela, Sister Maggie, in my hand is $1 million. You cannot tell me. And she said, that's not true. I said, <laughs> too familiar. Too familiar. I'm playing with you. And look, 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 bring it to me. Boom. It's just that easy. But that's what I'm saying. They got too familiar with Jesus. They didn't realize he's been 750 years. God been pouring out to somebody. I can't even tell you how many years I've been preaching this to myself. How many years have God been having pastor preach that good news? Medicine Abbey pouring out. And then we come here. We got to, we got to, he said he want his church back. He want his church back. When you hear his name, you know, there's, his name is a container of power, might, ability, and strength. Brand new legs. I got it. Brand new leg. Hey. Why? Because I know who's talking through them. Oh, glory. We almost to the end. Oh, let me hurry up. Mm. Oh, that's so good. You know, you know, you know. That scripture brings me to my favorite. Mark eleven twenty two. 22. 
because the only way you can jump up and down in Luke 4, 18, 9, the verse 19, knowing that you're in the glory, you're in the provision, you have everything you need, you got to have Mark 11, 22, faith in God. That's where I got faith in God is just not faith in God. Three faith in God. Not just three words. It's three words that I am sitting in the gospel. The good news that he provided for me on the cross at Calvary. I am in the life of God. And my praise come out of the good news that has been given to me. Oh, I thank you, Jesus. So my praise is Galatians 3.13. I thank you I've been redeemed from the curse. I thank you for buying back my brand new heart, giving me my new eyes, my new teeth, my new gums, my new body. I give you praise for the provision that I'm with him. I'm in a sea of glory. Where do you think we got that from? From being in that prayer closet. He said, liken unto me the sea of glory. Liken it unto you being in the inside of me. I'm like, oh, that's the bomb. That day forward, I'm in the glory. So if I know that I'm with him, of course I can do Mark 11, 23. He's going to tell me what to say. He's going to say, now you tell that mountain to move. I said, mountain, I've been given authority with faith-filled words from heaven. Move in the name of Jesus. And then, I'm not going to doubt in my heart. Why? Because I know where I am. I'm in a sea of glory. I'm in the armor of I'm in his might, his ability, his glory is wrapped all around me. And I'm able to comprehend to all saints how big he is, how wide he is, how strong he is. I'm enrooted, I'm grounded in love. You see, I'm not going to doubt in my heart because I know who's with me. And then what else he say after that? Now, now I already now I went to that down in my heart. He said, "But I believe those things which I say shall come to pass." You know what God told me? He said, "Yeah, you spoke to the mountain, but what else did you say?" I said, oh, "Okay, I remember what I said. I said Mark eleven twenty two, didn't I? I said you were mighty God. I said you were with me. You are good to me. I got a brand new heart. I'm holding you. I'm holding." me you never leave me nor forsake me oh yeah remember what I said he said remember he said don't doubt in your heart but believe what you said I used to think it was only what I said to the mountain but he said eh, 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 eh. not only what you said to the mountain but say what you said in Mark 11 22 uh, uh. and then you know what he said you know what he said listen to this he said, now, you know you all up in the glory. You rooted and grounded in love. You're able to comprehend, tell everybody how big and good I am. He said, but guess what? 
I'm in this place. He said, now, whatever you desire in here, you're in a place where all things are possible. For those that believe, they say every day what I said. You can have whatever you say. So you know what happens? I started saying, you know, oh, yeah, let me think now. I said, oh, Father, I got the nations, men, women, and children everywhere, standing in line waiting to get in. And then I began to pray and pray, you know, everybody, my spouse, and we holding all of y'all. And then all of a sudden, rombo rombo just go in the tongues because I have whatever. When I talk to God and I say what he said, seeking his face, I have whatever I say. So I just begin to take whatever I need out of the place on which I live. And I live in Christ Jesus. Somebody ought to give the Lord a, a shout of praise. It's deeper than you think. It's not just Sharon Walker talking to you. It's God Almighty talking to you. And I shall preach this to the mountaintop until the church begin to cry out who they are in Christ Jesus. There's a place, says the Lord, a higher place that I'm taking you when you believe and say what I said. There's a greater place. My words are a strong tower. The righteous run into him, and they are safe. Come on, somebody ought to shout like they know God is with them. Glory to God. Woo, hallelujah. When we think about what he gave, all power is in his hand in Matthew's 28th chapter. Somebody just lift your hands and begin to glorify God in what you, what you believe that he gave you on that cross or he took for you. Somebody stand to your feet and lift your hands and lift up the mighty God for he's my healer. He's my deliverer. He's my strengthener. You're believing God for something in your knee. I don't know, somebody's knee. This knee is your right knee. Just begin to move that knee in Jesus' name. Father, we just 